Hello everyone, and welcome to the 164th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict, you may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we talk about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me as always is my friend, co-host, and uh, Findus Cleaner, <laughs> Frederick. <laughs> Findus Cleaner. Yeah. Findus Cleaner. Very, yeah, so let me give you a bit of backstory here. Mm. So... I don't know if people know about Findus. I think we've mentioned the concept of Findus. <laughs> the phenomenon that is Findus. <laughs> um, but basically, yeah, he's a, like a, I think he's Danish, like kind of Danish uh, child cartoon and book character. Like mm. a little cat with green overalls. Very yeah. cute, very delightful. And I got like a, a plushy teddy bear kind of thing of him when I was three when I stopped using pacifiers. He, he turned into my pacifier, and he's been with me ever since. I took him to uni, obviously, as any self-respecting man does. Mm. And then, basically, the way my apartment, uh, like, the way the building of my apartment is, is that, like, to the left, there's, like, dozens of other, like, apartments that are insulated by buildings on either side. But my building is all the way out to the right with no other building mm. there. So I get a lot of, uh, like, very cold, a lot of condensation. And then a mixture of that led to a slight mold problem in the corner of my room. <laughs> Which and is who was at the center of it all? <laughs> Findus! <laughs> Are you sure the mold problem didn't originate from Findus? As some <laughs> sort been of carrying it with him all these years? <laughs> the curse that he's put on you. It was, all the it's torment. A, it's a bomb my mom planted 19 years ago. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Findus has much reason to hate you. I've been present at Findus... Uh, abuse sessions mm. of just like throwing yeah. him against walls <laughs> smacking him about complete yeah, that's taken out of context sounds truly horrific it's like a abuse i've been session. present at different findus abuse sessions <laughs> I just, i've been at parties at your place where people are throwing him around and just it's, it's i mean all, he's he's he's, he's, been he's had a tough he's, he's had a, a tough run but none tougher than the fact that he suddenly woke up and this happened like overnight because as i do every night i lick him good night mm. and he was fine the previous night. <laughs> and I woke up and man was just completely covered in black mold. God, oh no. So I had to like spray him down and then wash him. And now he's fine. But I think he is slightly traumatized. Yeah, he does look uh, look like he's had a rough one there. Um, yeah. I can see him in the background just collapsed on your bed. Anyway, yeah, he, um, <laughs> prayers a traumatized up, man right here. Prayers up for Findus. Um, today on the Poorly Planned Podcast, we had a... We had a plan, which was mm. foiled by, I guess, Scottish Scottish cinema? ineptitude. Yeah, um, we were gonna talk *Knives Out* to *Glass Onion*, which mm. I have seen, I have loved, uh, and I think oh, I as Keen so put on the fod the fod pan page, the pod <laughs> fan page, it is an extremely pod-worthy movie. Like, no, I mean, it's just, mm. like, it's great in general and has the nuttiness or whatever, but there are some very, very specific references that are made that are just okay. objectively made, I can't, I hate to say it, for us. I feel like it was definitely made because <laughs> Daniel of Daniel Craig did this movie for the boys. <laughs> um, so, either, hopefully, uh, the problem is it's not showing in Scotland where you are for some reason. For some reason, like, in the only reason, because it came out the 23rd, the only thing I can think of being the reason that it wouldn't be showing is that it's already out of cinemas, like, but that would have given it a week, which seems... That, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it is coming to Netflix on Christmas, but very strange. Yeah. So either 
it will come to cinemas again where you are and you will see it and we'll talk about it. Or mm. when we are both back in Denmark, we'll hit a woody for it, watch it together. Um, and Damn. then and then we'll talk about it. So we will talk about it eventually. Don't worry. It'll be a great episode when yeah. we do. But um, mm-hmm. until then, we do have to continue with today. We're going to be talking about uh, Marvel Phase 4 movies ranked. I thought it'd been oh. a, it'd been a while. Someone suggested this. We're taking suggestions on board these days. Uh, it's been mm-hmm. a while since we did like a superhero centric one. I feel. Um, uh-huh. I will say before we get into it, just very quickly, another Craig, a good Craig related story. Um, very good. You sent this to me. I hadn't seen it in full, but I think we have to talk about the Belvedere uh, vodka vodka ad, yeah. starring Daniel Craig, directed by Taika Waititi. Which, if you haven't seen, pause right now. Go watch. Go watch. Enjoy. Right. Isn't, it, is, isn't it brilliant? <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's, um, it's confusing. I don't understand <laughs> what the point of it is. How can I be so attracted to a man who dances so poorly? <laughs> but he also dances perfectly in a weird way. It's kind of, it yeah. feels like an evolution of the Miss Miggleton uh, Carlsberg commercials where he's biking through Copenhagen. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a more extreme, insane version of that. Um, <laughs> it's a Daniel Craig version of that, is what yeah. you mean. <laughs> Actually, oh my god, what a crossover! Craig and Le Chief both doing a Ooh, alcohol both nutty doing commercial advertisement, <laughs> both doing acting <laughs> jobs. Insanity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is <laughs> never this, seen this, this sort before. of thing happens once in a blue moon. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was just great. And you pointed out at the very end, Craig has a little bit of what can only be described as an orgasm. <laughs> There's no other scientific explanation <laughs> for making it is that sound. It's biologically proven that that noise coming from after he says Belvedere mm, yeah. <laughs> has to be ejaculated. <laughs> Belvedere. What a joke. Belvedere. And... <laughs> Um, so, yeah, no, anyway, I just thought I'd point that out to anyone who hadn't seen it. Fantastic yeah. stuff from the crowd. Great dance moves and, and very, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, <laughs> very sexy. <laughs> um, well, I was thinking, I only have one mini review, and it's pretty mini. Okay. So I was thinking, and if you have a mini review that stands out, we can maybe do one mini review and then jump into the, the phase fourings. There are time codes down below, by the way. Does that sound good to you? That sounds brilliant to me. Okay. Well, my mon- my one mini-review is, in fact, I finally watched the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, or Christmas special. Ah, uh, uh, I see. Is this is this yours, or is... No, no. It's just, I just saw, like, a few clips, and... Ah. I don't know. <laughs> ah. Um, yeah, look, it, it was getting super... Also, can I ask no no eating on the... On the... Ah, yes, I... I... I'm, I'm going to put a moratorium on eating, on beard scratches, on... Um, General, general, just just your presence. General tomfoolery, <laughs> just shithousery. If we could we cut it all out, <laughs> um, been doing it for six years now. Still yeah. doesn't get it. It's <laughs> munching the chips like episode one. Um, but uh, the holiday special, it was getting super positive reviews, and I was I was pretty excited. <laughs> then I changed that. <laughs> um, it was no, it was good. It it had. It was just... I literally just said beard scratches. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I didn't... I was like, he must be doing this on purpose. Because I like I saw you nuttily yeah. smile and then suddenly just hand all in the beard. <laughs> anyway. Um, it, was, it, was, it was kind of fun. It wasn't anything like... 
amazing or anything, but it was, I don't know, it had, it was super cheesy, because, but I kind of, you know, you expect that in it being like a Christmas special. Uh, It has some kind of, kind of cringy jokes in it, but there are a couple, there were a few Drax moments that genuinely made me burst out laughing. The best one is that they're just, they're kidnapping Kevin Bacon and they realize he's an actor and they're disgusted by his lies. And at one point, Drax just turns to him and says, we hate you. And it's just very, very good. Um, We despise you, Kevin. (laughs) Kevin Bacon's fun as well. You know, it's a fun, silly thing. It's a little, I mean, I know it's a stupid, you know, it doesn't matter Christmas special. It's kind of funny that Kevin Bacon, spoiler alert. As you can imagine, he immediately comes around and he's like, "You guys are my friends. I love you." And it's like, "Well, it's kind of, kind of, kind of strange considering you've been kidnapped by aliens." But I'll allow it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> no worries. The only thing I'll say, other than that, that I kind of didn't love, like the whole thing's fine. It's it, it's okay. It's pretty fun. It's cute. Has Mantis? Correct me if I'm wrong, but when we've seen Mantis in other movies, she isn't that over the top, is she? Like she's pretty. I don't know, like... I don't know. She's I don't kind of, know. Like, in this one, I feel like she, she's like, gotten more and more over the top she's lately. She's, like, yelling every line. Like, randomly, she'll just, like, yell a line and, like, really angrily or something. Like, for comedic effect, clearly, but it's kind of it kind of comes off as weird because... <laughs> she's obviously trying to be funny, but she doesn't realize that she's failing miserably. <laughs> she doesn't realize that BHL Hudson is watching, and he does not approve. Um, he only laughs at Daniel Craig dancing in vodka commercials. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's very difficult to pull off. <laughs> but I, just, I, don't, I don't know. I was kind of... She was she was just so over the top that it was sort of a little bit uh, mm. off putting at times. I guess I don't know. It was it was a little weird. Just like I didn't remember that being like kind of how her character is. Um, I feel like she is kind of like you know that doing that classic kind of still getting used to human interaction. So she's like ah. I guess I guess I wasn't. That- I, I don't I don't remember. I mean I don't remember her her getting that much screen time in general. So. No, she. I mean, she had some fun moments. Also, do you mind if I spoil a big, big twist in this? Spoiler alert. Uh, can I guess what that is first? Because I saw something well, that doesn't make any sense to me. It's probably that then. Yeah, that it's she's a, his sister. Yes, Pe- like Peter Quill's sister. Yeah. What is what's what's that about? What's, I guess ego. Um, the planet Kurt Russell planet. He just, <laughs> ego the Kurt Russell planet. <laughs> he's just getting around, and he mated with a mantis person and then created her and also there's the space dog in it who they kind of act like has always been there the cosmo the space space dog dog was not a character in the other things was like i I know you can introduce characters and things but it's just kind of funny that they they don't really address like where did this member of the group come from like what yeah they're just just a space dog like i know she was gonna be in the next film but like i know there was like an easter egg in the first one but she'd never officially been like introduced to the team <laughs> i don't know anyway uh it was fun it was silly fun little thing i enjoyed it i had fun with it i didn't think it was bad mm. what so what's the actual plot of this thing uh they go to Ki- mantis and drax go to kidnap kevin bacon as a present for peter quill because he's sad that gamora's gone which like the the christmas spirit like it, it is pretty funny like the christmas spirit of it is very cute and then like Peter Quill's in awe of like how they decorated the whole place to look like Christmas, and then they just have Kevin Bacon in a box who's been kidnapped, and he's like <laughs> freaked out. It's pretty good. Like, I don't, yeah, it's nothing. I don't think you need to watch it, but it's like how long is it? Is it like 20, it's like, 30 minutes? That's like forty minutes. All right, that's uh, thirty-five <laughs> too long. <laughs> but yeah, pretty fun. Also, Groot looks kind of weird. I'm not gonna lie. 
don't know if you. I did see Groot. Groot. He's kind of like. Yeah. It's kind of built. He looks like one of the. Have you seen uh, My Singing Monsters? No, but I can. That app. Anyways, he looks like the tree (laughs) singing monster. It'll be very accurate. You can look up a picture if you want, but it's. (laughs) There you go. But that'll uh, be the picture for this segment. But yeah. Anyway, (laughs) Guardians Holiday Special. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. All right. Well, (laughs) terrible transition. Mm. Um, I mean, depending on whether I spoil or not, but I did watch and finish the second season of Homeland, which is anything but fun. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Are you going to watch this? I might actually. Maybe maybe don't. Maybe go okay, I won't, I won't spoil then. But yeah, basically just end of season. Like I will say awesome season finale, but compared to Guardians Christmas special, probably not as cheery. Mm. But I mean, anyone who's seen it will know what I'm talking about. But yeah, it was, Jace, it's such a good show. I've, yes, I've watched like two seasons now in like, yeah, like a week and a half, something like that. And it is just, oh, it's so good. The acting is so good. The like the intricacies of everything. Um, although, again, as I've said before, you get so angry with the main character with some of her decisions because she is bipolar. But sometimes she, the way she goes about doing things, I'm like, ah, because mm. there's like such an obvious way to do it right, and then she does this thing, and it's just like, what are you, what are you doing, Carrie? Mm. She's also got a very kind of like mushy and gross, gross-sounding last name, Matheson. <laughs> uh, Gives me ca- kind of Thwaites vibes. <laughs> Yeah, it has a it has a Thwaitesy kind of, I hate to say Mike Tysony energy to it, but mm. yeah. <laughs> basically any last name that has got a th in it, <laughs> it's just Thwaites. Yeah. Um, but but <laughs> Thwaites. <laughs> but such a good show. Uh, definitely recommend. And uh, I just moved on to the third season, and things are happening. So I, you know what? It's on Netflix, right? Yeah. I have actually been looking for a new show to watch with a friend of mine, and I'm, you know what? Homeland you know might, what? Be, might be a the very vibe. good show. All right. Genuinely uh, you know, very, very good. I'll, I'll bring it up. It'll probably get vetoed immediately, but <laughs> I'll bring it up. <laughs> um, watch Guardians Christmas special on loop for six weeks. <laughs> Just that as a 12 episode season. <laughs> um, cool. Well, shall we dive deep? into i think <laughs> i think we should shall we dive deep <laughs> uh marvel's phase four officially ended with black panther Ooh. wakanda forever we're now in phase five baby it's it's phase crazy five god it's, um, it's been quite the journey yeah well i mean to be fair these phases are getting because they put out so many movies these phases are getting pretty short like the first movie here came out in 2020 or 2021 so it's literally been like a year and that's been this phase like how, it used to how be long like, does a phase have to be it can be anything but i'm like the first one was from 2008 to like 2012 and then it was like 2012 to 2018 maybe or something 2016 but anyway he um, knows his phases so we're gonna talk movies today uh we're talking and their time goes down below with full spoilers for everything we're talking black widow we're talking shang chi eternals no way home doctor strange 2 thor 4 and black panther 2 um and then i was thinking maybe another episode we could rank the phase four shows big brain i like what you're saying again Um, i don't think i've seen all of them but me neither but we'll We'll cross that hurdle when we when we get to it we'll make it work also i'm pretty sure it's cross that bridge um you don't really cross we're crossing the hurdle okay okay, fair enough (laughs) um (laughs) and you want to stay till the end because we will be ranking them very exciting um and and we got some 
triviums. Trivia. True or false trivia. It's back, baby. And this time we actually, I mean, not that it's going to be much better than last time, but this time we actually have planned it out in advance. So it's not mm-hmm. going to be like on the spot terribleness. It's still going to be terrible, <laughs> but... But it'll but, be premeditated. Premeditated terribleness. Um, and also <laughs> I have, I've started kind of, kind of, like kind of difficult trivia. It may get a little easier as it goes. We'll see. But Okay. Uh, how, should, how much trivia have you done? I did it for... So I gave you... I basically just went... Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, so I've, one. I've done three, and you've done four then, or what? Yeah, maybe five. Right. But I... Uh, I, I maybe did, 20 I, I maybe maybe did every every fucking piece of work <laughs> no i have i have maybe i've got uh no trust in your abilities so. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be doing some of the trivias freddy's gonna be doing some of the trivias it's a piece of trivia from imdb i'm assuming where it's either one of them's true one of them's false we have to guess which is which you know the drill let's dive into it mm. starting with a film you may have seen black widow i have not i don't know <laughs> To be fair, that's not a bad <laughs> summation of Black Widow, even for those who have seen it. <laughs> not extremely um, memorable. I know um, some of what happens. I know David Harbour's there as big green uh, red boy. Yep. Yeah, we could start. We've really, <laughs> really um, prepared for movie review. Yeah, this one's a little more premeditated, a little more planned. So I know David Harbour's a, a big green guy in it, maybe? <laughs> I may have seen a, a YouTube short about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw Dance Like Dave Harbour TikTok. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that exists somewhere. Um, but Black Widow, you know what? I will say, my instinct, and I feel like I've been, I've become eroded to a person who just, just calls everything mid immediately. So my instinct mm. for this, when I think about it, because it's not the most memorable film, I haven't gone back and revisited it, is to say, ah, it was pretty mid. But thinking... <laughs> but- I'm going to stick with that. (laughs) But it's actually trash, now that I think about it, actually. Um, But thinking back to it, I remember going into it, I was like, this is going to be the most mid-Ant-Man thing. Why are they making this movie so boring? Mm. Whatever. Watching it, it actually wasn't bad. It actually has quite a bit of good stuff in it. I think it, even to myself, it may be a little underrated. I think in the the conversation, because we have bigger movies like A No Way Home and A Doctor Strange, it kind of gets swept under the carpet. But when Mm. you think back to it, it has some pretty great stuff in it. Um, I think I will say I think probably the main reason I didn't watch it is because I know what happens with her. I know she's dead. What's, yes. What's the point? The release of this film is still one of the most baffling things in the world. Yeah. To if, me. She, if they'd release this like I don't know half a year slash a year before uh, Endgame came out, literally, put, and also in in theaters if if possible with COVID and stuff like that, then yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, because it was that's the thing. COVID pushed it further than it was, but it was still mm. planned to come after Endgame, any like in the first place. And if you'd taken out fucking like if you'd put Ant Man and the Wasp before Infinity War and slotted Black Widow in there, because Ant Man and the Wasp came out between Infinity War and Endgame, you put Black Widow prequel in between those. It's perfect because we get you know the setup of what's happening in Infinity War, and we get sort of her. At the end of Black Widow, she kind of jets off for Infinity War. So now you're more invested in her character, and that makes her death in Endgame even more impactful. I will never understand the decision to release this after she makes, just died. Yeah. Is there, in the movie, is there, like, a ending scene of her, like, dying? Or There not? is a, I believe, post credit scene of Florence Pugh her sister at, at the her grave. grave. And then What's-Her-Name shows up. Um, I have Dreyfus. Yeah, Dreyfus. Pretty... Dreyfus character she's playing there. <laughs> it has more to it. Like, I think the down-to-earth 
uh, kind of grittier style for the first maybe half of it is mm. quite interesting and, and works really well for that character, sort of like a Winter Soldier type of vibe. Um, some of the action scenes are great, especially, I think it falls apart towards the end a little bit. It has this big CGI, you know, explosion on a giant ship finale uh, that's not course. that interesting. But at the start, the action scene with her and Taskmaster on the bridge, really fucking great, actually. Her, Taskmaster is who? The villain who has kind of like a metallic mask and like a hood and she like copies your moves so she can like download people's moves and then she like does them back which i think you would maybe get upset with because it's one of those things where they kind of have like a super overpowered seeming thing at the start and then it doesn't really come into play later like Mm. she can download everyone's moves and like mimic them perfectly but then david harbour like beats her up for a bit it's kind of like okay yeah out of shape david harbour coming off like a 20-year layoff probably (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wouldn't be great <laughs> um out of shape David. <laughs> <laughs> but and there's some fun there's some kind of fun family dynamic and interesting development of her character but then it gets i remember i don't know there's somewhere around maybe after the halfway point where they're having a family dinner scene and it starts to get mm. a little bit like the writing gets a little oh. cringy and then after that it starts to be a bit more generic superhero movie of like big explosion on the ship and there's a big finale I think the villain's pretty interesting. He's like a Harvey Weinstein type of like kind of pervert. Like he's kind of like this creep who like keeps the, all these like control mind controls these women. There's like a creepy element to him, and then the way she defeats him is actually pretty cool. So there is stuff in here that's good. Mm. Um, I think maybe like if I'm to get real analytical with it here, maybe right, like please thirty percent of the movie is is pretty mid. And the okay. rest is the rest is actually quite good. All so, right. Nice analysis. There you go. Thank you. Do you want to hear some trivia? I would love to hear some trivia. Hit me with okay. it. Okay. So, well, okay, you haven't seen the movie, so this kind of falls a little bit flat. But in the movie, Florence Pugh makes fun of Black Widow's, like, pose that she does when she lands. All right. Like, you know, she lands and she, like, flicks her hair up and Florence <laughs> Pugh swear, does a little bit. This is, like, it. you just feeding me false information. No, <laughs> Genuinely have, so you is, haven't seen the movie, but like David Harbour just gets his penis out and starts swinging it around for a bit, <laughs> and that's how he actually defeats the villain at the end. Yeah, then he calls it. This is the David Harbour helicopter, and then he just flies away into the sunset. <laughs> um, and that was actually practically done. That's the first piece of trivia. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, um, that moment came from Florence Pugh in real life teasing Scarlett Johansson about that pose, and so they just worked into okay. the film. Or fun. Originally, Hawkeye was meant to make a brief appearance in the final act. So See, I was gonna, I was gonna ask about this because mm. wasn't there a whole talk about um, about the Ren Ren making a little? Yeah, that's <laughs> Scarlet shows up on set. Where is Ren Ren? <laughs> I if he's he... not here, I fucking walk. <laughs> he flies in on David Harbor's penis. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. No. That's that's the story. Yeah. That's how the story goes. And you can you can imagine that however you want, whether it's like a broomstick, like in Quidditch, or <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot or, of different interpretations. Or the helicopter. There's a lot of different interpretations you could do. It's very ambiguous. So what do you think? What do you what do you what do you think in here? Ooh, I don't know because I thought that there was there was the talks of him like whatever that was like not Sokovia, but like they had some past where it's like he saved me this and this and this and yes they do so it would be possible. However. Mm. I feel like you could be trying to trick me with that. Oh, 
Afterwards. So I'm gonna say that that's false. Oh. And that Florence did make fun of her pose. You're correct, sir. Yes. Let's fucking go. Yeah, no. Um, uh, Hawkeye was never meant to show up. Actually, maybe he was, but I, I did make that one up. <laughs> Ren Ren was never supposed to be a show show. <laughs> um, we then move on to Shang-Chi and Shang-Chi. the Legend of the Ten Rings. Very cool. Um, featuring a cameo from your boy Wong. But beyond <laughs> What that, isn't these days? <laughs> genuinely, he is in everything. <laughs> He's, I love Including that your girlfriend. Taken, as I said before... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Such base boost. <laughs> Including your mother. <laughs> but Shang-Chi, beyond the Wong cameo, the Wong Yo, which was also really good, genuinely a great <laughs> film. And I don't yeah. want to get ahead of myself here, but it's it's certainly gonna be at the top towards the top of my ranking of this of this phase. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. I think yeah, going into it, there was a little bit of a feeling of course there's excitement because new new MCU character, but there's a little bit of a feeling of like is this going to be a little bit more generic? The solo is this going to be, as the as the philosophers say, mid. Mm. But yeah, so good. No, the, yeah, the fighting the whole like cultural approach. Everything was just very cool. I think uh, it's one of the best origin superhero films that we've had in a while because those can get very tiresome, especially at this point when we've had so many. And yeah. I think they still found a way to. I don't know. There's there are a lot of things about it where you would think at this point we're tired of it but it managed yeah. to like even even shang chi as a character he's sort of there's nothing like d- too distinctive about him like there's he's not like a it's not like he's paul rudd and he's always joking or he's you know like uh captain america he's super stoic like he's he's a little bit more of like a normal guy but he's just i think it was just such spot-on casting um with yeah. i can't remember the simu liu he's simu just like, liu. so charismatic and like just yeah, such, a, such a good so, energy so good. to him. Um, yeah, and, and the movie does like a really good because it's it is basically like a stand. It could be a standalone movie, but it does a good job of kind of incorporating and in, putting itself into the MCU without making it feel super forced. Like you know, sometimes it'll be just thrust in there without thinking, like just assuming that everyone's completely up to speed with everything that's been going on. Whereas this one is a like it's a very like small bit that's actually like in the MCU that I feel like you have to understand to get the whole plot of the movie, which I like. Yeah, it was... It, it feels like a movie that if I saw it when I was a kid, it'd be one of those movies that I, like, watched over and over <laughs> again and really enjoy Because it mm-hmm. has, like, that cool martial arts type action. Like, some really fantastic action scenes, actually. Some of the best of Phase 4. Um, also, also one of the best villains of Phase 4, his dad. Like, there's yeah, actually quite a, quite a compelling, uh, like, I don't know, dynamic between them. Mm-hmm. I do think... Like a lot of these, towards the end, it kind of becomes a little bit less interesting when it's big battle and kind of like CGI. You but know, it's got battle. a dragon. But it's not that bad. It's it's one of the better versions of it. And we have we yeah. have so many so many nutty additions here. Of course, we have Wongers as we established, but we also have yeah. a big have, nasty. And we've got a. <laughs> Wouldn't go in there. <laughs> people know to do it. Why a Kingsley? We do have a um. Um, he's real. He's not real, but he's he's real or whatever. <laughs> Wait, what's um, the little creature called? Jeffrey? Oh yeah, he has some fucking weird like alien creature with him. You yeah. can see him. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's definitely not Jeffrey. But. A, d- <laughs> a delightful Kingsley returning as uh, the Mandarin. 
He's not real. <laughs> the Mandarin? He's not real. Which I feel like was, a, was like an inspired funny choice. But again, also doesn't like ruin the movie if you're not familiar. Like he's just kind of like a funny side mm-hmm. character that yeah, you can like exactly. imagine would be there. Mm-hmm. Um, great visual effects as well. Uh, I think Aquafina at times gets a little bit annoying as the comic relief, but generally pretty charming. Yeah, like, yeah, like going into it, I thought she would be way more annoying. Yeah. Fair. than she was <laughs> what a positive review i don't know yeah I, I just i really enjoyed it i actually would like to rewatch it i also think it was the first movie i saw in like because there was like another one of the mini lockdowns and it was like at around that time where things were opening up again and it was one of the first movies mm. i saw in a while and it was just like just really cool to see it in the cinema as well so i don't know i'm really i'm a big fan of uh of shang chi and i will say Unlike the next movie we're going to talk about, which we've talked about endlessly, including like last week, but mm-hmm. in this one where they introduced a new character, it didn't feel like we're trying to like pad out and like give a new big actor a part in this universe. It felt like oh, I really yeah. want to see this guy again. Like I would love to see him interacting with other characters yeah. in this world, you know, which is what it should mm-hmm. be. Should be like it was just a yeah a great standalone kind of movie. Yeah. All right. Do you want me to hit you with some triviums? So Freddie has some triviums. I'm I'm here for All right. it. All right. All right. Hmm. So Shang Chi. One. Okay. Shang-Chi essentially translates to ascending vital life force or energy, with Shang meaning ascending and Chi being vital life force. Okay. All right. Or. Interesting. Simu Liu. <laughs> the Grinch esque smile on your face? <laughs> Who plays Shang-Chi? would tease co-star Aquafina whenever she would make a mistake or break character. The main punchline that Leo used was Aquafina, more like awkward Fina. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, that does sound like a hilarious set hijink um, that could be told on, on a Damn Jimmy it, Fallon. This could have happened. <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty sure I... I mean, like, I know chi means, like, essential life force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward Fina. Incredible. Yeah, no, that's, um, I wish that was true. And yeah. I think he should employ that in the sequel. But I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with <laughs> the, the ascending life force. <laughs> um, goodness. Anyways, yeah. Uh, moving on. Damn it. Okay, I'm just going to, like, turn my face cam off for the next one. <laughs> that was good. Um... Next up, we have Eternals, which we've literally just talked about. We've talked about way too much, so we're not going to get into it. If you want to hear our thoughts, we have, like, an episode we did a whole review. We talked about it in the last Woody's Movies one. We've we've talked about it probably in, like, movies people like that we hate or something. It. I remember when it came yeah. out, I didn't hate it. And the more time that's passed, I don't hate it, but I want to burn it. God damn, do I despise it now. <laughs> I just, the more I think about it, I'm just like, ah. It's probably not even that bad. Like, it's probably totally fine. It's probably just really long and mid. It, like, thing, it's, yeah. it was long. It's because, it, like, the MCU is gen- generally just quite good. So when you see something yeah. like this that is just, like, just inarguably mid, it's like, oh, okay, it stands out for being below average. And I think also because it's... The MCU is usually very fun and kind of... I, either like very self-aware or when it does do a more serious thing like a like a black panther for example which we'll get to it's um also you're totally like frozen you're you're gone by the way i don't know if you can hear me yeah like you you, you went very pixely i can hear you but it's uh, okay um i was just gonna say when they do something like that like i don't know this just felt very unself-aware it felt kind of like a like a it feels like there's so much lore and there's so much there's a lot to like 
you have to process and there's a fucking billion characters and it's like and then mm. the the giant uh, creature in space he created us to be a force against this other creature he created and we traveled the planets in thousands of years and then our memories were erased I'm like fucking god yeah kind of like an overload of information and also yeah so much new stuff introduced that I feel like this has not been a, like just hasn't been part of the MCU ever like surely you would have heard of these like fucking huge galactic <laughs> beings who can just like yeah also isn't isn't there one of those uh celestials still just like sticking out of the ocean at the end of that just movie sticking out of the ocean just what never mentioned again <laughs> like weren't those like bi- bigger than a planet like wouldn't that destroy the whole anyway um i don't know there's some potential there i guess we shouldn't hate on it too much because it's probably not that bad of a movie I just remember thinking, like, this feels like a YouTube video that a nerd like BHL Hudson would make of, like, here's a breakdown of all the Eternals. And it's like, eh, I don't <laughs> fucking... Was Gilgamesh really a big baby? <laughs> um, I do like the ending part where they're, like, just chilling there and then a big old fucking celestial appears in the sky and just grabs them all. That was kind of that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, just grabs Kumail. Wait, is, <laughs> was Kumail grabbed? I don't... I think so, probably. Kumail's kind of fun. Like, everyone's okay in Kumail it. Kumail and Gilgamesh, I like. There the are rest... some pretty boring characters, though. Like, I don't care about yeah. any of these fuckers. Um, also, John, so, like, John, <laughs> John Snow's in it? John Snow's in it, and, and he's okay. And he becomes, like, the, the Black Knight or something at the end? Well, there's, yeah, there's a Blade cameo of his voice, Mahersh, at the end. He's like, check when out When is this. Mahersh coming out? Uh, 2024, I think. Also, some CGI was a little bit, a little bit wacky, I would say. But yeah, um, you know, probably not as bad as we make it out. Anyway, triviums. I like how we're like, hey, let's not talk about this, and then we rant for like ten minutes straight. Um, <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown was approached for the part of Sprite before the casting of Leah McHugh, or Ooh, Miles okay. Teller was approached for the part of Icarus before the casting of Richard Madden <laughs> before the casting. Of Leah McHugh. <laughs> they wanted Miles Teller as the character of Sprite. <laughs> now that, now that would be great casting. I'm just that saying he has that boyish charm to him. You know, he could he could he does. definitely pull, pull that off. Um, he could definitely pull that off. <laughs> I do not think personally that Miles Teller would be good as Icarus. I think he's got too much of a lack of a chin. That's a at least thinking from War Dogs. He's probably got a very good chin in in um, Top Gun, but mm. I don't know. And like his nose just doesn't feel very Icarusy to me. Okay, so he's not chiseled enough. You think to maybe that's why they didn't go for I, him. I I don't I don't know I, why we're insulting. He's a handsome. He's a beautiful handsome. He's man. A, he's, a, he's a very handsome man, but I, he doesn't give that Icarus energy. Like he would be more of a I don't know. Just not Icarus. So I'm going to say that the Millie Bobby Brown one is the real trivia. It is indeed. And, um... Oh, you're frozen. (laughs) You're just frozen with the nuttiest little smile on your face. I was like, it is indeed, and you just went... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm so good. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Nice. Um, <laughs> I think Millie Bobby Brown probably smart to avoid this specific franchise, and she can probably she probably tell like I can get a better role in the MCU at some point in the future. Yeah, than just than freaking like, Sprite. Than like yeah, or this Spike, complete side character who gets hit in the back of the skull with a brick. <laughs> or does she do that to someone else? I feel like we always get that wrong. No, she gets hit. No, no, no. With the brick, she, she gets hit by the new Joker. Yeah. Drew Druig, is that his name? Drew yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, Druig. I really don't like him in that, but all my homies yeah. hate Druig. 
Anyway. Almost. Almost. <laughs> uh, he's a good actor, though. I like Barry Keoghan and Han. Um, <laughs> then Spider-Man No Way Home. Wait, what about the trivia? That was the oh, trivia. Was the- <laughs> <laughs> but wait, we haven't talked about Shang-Chi yet. <laughs> It's because we talked so much about Miles Teller, I completely <laughs> forgot he was part but hold of the on. Did you know Daniel Craig did a vodka ad? <laughs> Buffoon. Sitting <laughs> <laughs> um, here talking about the trivia. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold the fuck up. Um, next Anyways, up. Yes. We have No Way Home. Spider-Man into... The uh, Maguire's. <laughs> Into the bus. <laughs> Into the bus. <laughs> Imagine that. Just they're like, yeah, the next Spider-Man movie is just Spider-Man Into the Bus. There's no, there's n- no explanation for it. The poster is just Doc Ock winking. Um. Anyway, No Way Home. I think this is actually interesting to talk about because now that we are basically a year removed from. The crazy hype of it first coming crazy out. Crazy hype, yeah. Um, just to look at it more objectively, objectively. As, a, as a film. Um, I still think it's very good. Uh, Me too. It's like, if I haven't rewatched it in full since, but, and the reason for that probably is, the first hour and a half or so, or hour, you are kind of waiting for it to get to the, get to mm. the crazy stuff, which I guess is a problem with any movie that has, like, a big reveal or big crazy climax. But to be fair, like, something like the the first Avengers, that has, like, a big crazy climax, and I still enjoy the first, like... I think the first it. Avengers is probably the best MCU movie. Yeah. Stuff. It's, it has a um, great pace Everything it. about it is just so good. But, <clears throat> I don't know, I think, as you say, that the hype and everything leading up to this movie, and, like, the payoff was just so, so good. So, I don't even think... Yeah, I don't think I'd want to watch it again... Just because the first time watching it was just actually just so good. Yeah, it was... We've talked about this a little bit before, uh, sometimes a bit negatively. But with this case, I think it could be done said in a positive way. It was much more of an experience than a film. Like, it was much more of like mm-hmm. a... You're going to see like a show and like a like yeah. a cool thing you never thought you'd see. Mm-hmm. Um, more than like an actual... Because the story... The yeah. story's fine. It's objectively super yeah, stupid. I, I, yeah, I mean, again, it's not... And the reason it works so well, I think, is that it's not a bad movie... But it is heavy on the spectacle. Yes, yeah. Without the spectacle, it would definitely be... You'd be like, okay, that was, that was, that was fine. That was, like, if they, if they had basically this movie and he fights the Sinister Six, but they're all, like, recast, you know, MCU versions. They're not, like, the original mm-hmm. versions. You'd be like, yeah, that was... It Honestly, it'd probably be, like, uh, Far From Home, which is like, yeah, it's fun. It's, like, it's, it's, it's pretty good. But because it has yeah. that added thing, it takes it to, like... Yeah, it was just a, a super fun... It felt like a yeah, like a payoff, you know, that you you didn't think you'd mm-hmm. get. Um, and they did a good job of not just having it be like, look, here they are, but like they also they were fun interacting. The villains were fun interacting, you know. There were like fun little. I don't know. I feel like Jamie Fox had some had some good moments. Jamie um, Fox did have some good moments. Yeah, it was just it was pretty Defoe good. Defoe was truly terrifying. Defoe was great as always. Um, Peter, 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 Peter. Can the Spider-Man come out to play? Fuck your aunt. <laughs> Explosions. <laughs> 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 whispers that to- Fuck Aunt May. 
Aunt May's dead, Peter. <laughs> I'm trying. What, what, what are the quotes he says in that movie? As if that was a quote. He actually said, fuck Aunt May. <laughs> <laughs> what are other really realistic quotes he said? Um, that sixth sense of yours is really something. <laughs> I genuinely, I don't know why. I thought you were going to say Excelsior. Like Stanley's <laughs> catchphrase. <laughs> he blows up Aunt May. Excelsior <laughs> <laughs> flies off. Um, anyway, yeah, no, he is—he is very good. God, I feel like we've unlocked a new thing. I love doing a Defoe impression. That's—that's that's great. That's <laughs> I great think we're fun. pretty good at it as we're well. Pretty good, like, right? honestly, Peter. Anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> Peter, Peter, Peter. I also like the part where he body slams him through like six floors of concrete. That was pretty great. Um, yeah. This is Norman's also- on sabbatical. Honey. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, I also, yeah, I like that Peter Parker just gets, you know, like, I, he hasn't had, like, <laughs> good a good old ass whooping. <laughs> he like, he's obviously gone through a lot in this universe. I shouldn't say he hasn't. Like, every father figure he's ever had has died, and he's died, and everyone he loves has died, or whatever. But in this one, like, like everyone he loves really <laughs> dies, and he just gets beat the fuck up, and, like, everyone yeah. loses their memory. Like, it's a sad Peter Parker movie, which I feel like is where Peter I Parker really, does his I really best do work. not like the ending. The ending, just, where he, like, because... In this, I mean, I know that's like they've become official and stuff in this movie, or like towards the end of the last movie. But like in this one especially, I really love the MJ dynamic between, like, yeah, him and MJ. Yeah. And it's just like it, it Frenches my heart. That it, it Frenches your heart. It wrenches. Oh, fair enough. Um, it also Frenches my heart. <laughs> that's what Dwayne does when Kevin comes on set. Frenches the heart. <laughs> uh, but I do, I. I hear you, but I think also they're definitely going to reverse that in the next one because they know they know Tom Holland and Zendaya are a, are a power couple of the modern. Ge- they're the Brangelina of today. There's no way they're they going to throw that away. They might be getting married and starting Get, a family. Starting a news family? reports very cool. Definitely not uh, jealous of Zendaya. <laughs> of Zendaya. God. <laughs> How did she get such a hunk? <laughs> <laughs> but. but <laughs> I don't know. I like that it took that risk, I guess, that it isn't just like the final swing through the city has a kind of melancholic tone to it, you know? He's just like in a Very shitty melancholy. apartment. I hate it. And then she go and then he goes into the cafe and then yeah. I feel like Ned is absolutely going to like hook up with MJ. <laughs> Spider-Man 4 cuckolding home? I don't know. <laughs> cuckolding at home. <laughs> Spider-Man 4. Spider-Man 4 Ned, why are you cuckolding me? <laughs> Nets Wang is on sabbatical. <laughs> Sorry, Ned. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Pretty good movie. Hit me with the trivia. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Let me hit you with some. In order to preserve the secrecy of the film and stop any spoilers from emerging during early production mm. uh, from uh, paparazzi and actors alike... Willem Dafoe walked around in a costume, which often was a large cloak. On set, that is. Not just in his house. <laughs> just going to the grocery store. Just like, why is, why is Willem just wearing a giant, giant cloak over his head? He then accidentally bumped into Tom Holland one day on set. And that was the first time the two met. Which Tom Holland, with Tom Holland not even knowing he was supposed to be there that day. Mm. Or, Willem Dafoe went to the premiere of the movie wearing a Spider-Man mask, which got many laughs from his co-stars uh, that he went with. That, that he went with. 
Interesting. Hmm. Because I was going to say the first one was definitely false, but then I feel like I would have seen Defoe in the mask. I don't know. I feel like that image would have circulated <laughs> to my news feed. <laughs> I don't actually know if it's a popular thing, but yeah. I'm going to say the first one's false. The first one's false? Yeah. You were wrong! Ah, damn it! Fuck! He walked around in a cloak! He did, days. He? <laughs> he was completely nude underneath! No, wait! Wait, what? The first wait. one's... Real. Yeah, I think the first one was false. Yes, okay, yes. And it sorry. was real. The first one is real. Okay, alright. Yes, sorry. Dang. I got overexcited, and I was <laughs> right, but then I confused myself. <laughs> your life flashed before your eyes. Damn it. Yeah. Why am I? He did, however, wear a green face mask to oh, the premiere. Of course he did. Not a Spider-Man mask. The old joke. That might be the image you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> that might have crossed across my Twitter sphere. Um, <laughs> next up, we have, uh, from earlier this year, Doctor Strange in the Mom. <laughs> A.K.A. the Multiverse of Madness. Um... <laughs> God, you know, the, like those memes where it's like, I think I downloaded the wrong Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's that. <laughs> Doctor Strange in the mom. I When I first saw this, I thought it was quite bad and really like cringy. And then I, mm. <laughs> I fixed my mindset. <laughs> then I fixed up and got on that grind. <laughs> <laughs> and I sort of tried to appreciate it more for the intentionally stylized and like goofy kind of horror parody sci-fi vibe it was going for and I actually really liked it a lot the second time so that's where I still stand on it is that I mm. I quite I can understand why people as the person I saw with at the time fucking hated it like was like that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen and I get it but also I sort of liked it had a lot of watching it the second time. There wasn't really a scene where I was bored. It had a lot of like cool, weird shit going on. I was mm. just like, like Wanda crawling through the mirrors and him going to like the different you know weird dimensions and shit. I don't know. There was a lot going on that I I appreciated. Fair. I mean, again, I think the reason this movie, like that, the reason I don't love this movie is because I similar to No Way Home, but No Way Home actually delivered. I hype myself up for it so much because mm. of all like the like, oh, he's gonna go to so many different dimensions this and this and this character will show up. It's going to be awesome. And, I mean, you say about the dimension, like, dimensional hopping and stuff like that. They didn't do a lot of it, I don't think. Like, they had that one sequence where it was, like, 30 seconds of them, like, becoming paint and then flying through different, yeah like, universes. And then they're just stuck in one or two universes for the rest of the movie. I think it would have been a lot more fun if they, like, got, like, hunted across universes and, like, had to switch every, like, 10 minutes. I think that would be so much better. I think they they definitely could have had more, at the very least, maybe more of those, like, transition scenes where you can just see, yeah. like, because that was just so much fun seeing all the creative weird shit. But I think mm-hmm. that's the thing. When I went in knowing what it was going to be, I had a much better time with it because I wasn't thinking about that stuff. And I was, like, uh-huh. I sort of appreciated it more, like, ah, oh, this, like, the universe they end up in where everything's kind of just, like, weird and the Illuminati stuff. Like, that was kind of fun to stay there for a bit and, like, see what was mm-hmm. going on there. Um, yeah. But we I do... get We get... We got the noodle Krasinsk. <laughs> oh yeah, we did get some some cameos. Got the noodle Krasinsk. We got Blackagar Boltagon, um, who got such a horrific death. Yeah, he did. I yeah. I also I like that. I like um the Professor X was kind of kind of fun to see. I guess the, the stew. Yeah, I mean there's there's <laughs> st- <laughs> I mean there was good parts, but it was just, I don't know. I also didn't really like Wanda that much. 
Um, no, I did feel like her thought, character was definitely... Um, it was a sh- kind of too sharp of a turn from where WandaVision ended yeah. to where this started. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, she... I don't know. Like, I forget. Does she die at the end of this or no? No. I mean, it's, like, left ambiguous, but she's definitely... I think they said she has a solo thing coming up. All right. Gotcha. Um, but, like, I don't know. Like, the whole... Again, like, obviously, like, if this was in real life, what she's gone through would obviously traumatize anyone. Mm. But, like, at the same time, her whole, like, my kids who are not even real, I'm like, oh, what are you, like, I don't know. And the kids were just so annoying. And the fact that she kept wanting to save them, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I think you just hate children. I think that's what we've I established just, over these episodes. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it. some children, but you have to admit, like, mom, mom, we practiced this song for you. No, you didn't. <laughs> You did send me you that. You don't exist, Billy. <laughs> there are also, I hate to say it, some really... Uh, no, I was going to say on, on Wanda, there's... um, Yeah, there's there's a bit of that. And I think I forgave it more because like, it's like, oh, it's the Darkhold's corruption. But I can understand also that it's like, it is just from this movie's point of view, it's kind of like, eh, like, why are you... It's, like, she gives some also really cringy speeches. She's like, this is me being merciful or whatever the fuck she says and it's like sometimes the stylisticness of it really hits home and sometimes yeah it is a bit goofy especially when wong yells fortify your minds uh one of the mm. worst moments in the mcu maybe burst out laughing really bad but overall i like i will say uh, i say mid dang all right well damn it trivia time <clears throat> all right hit us with it uh let's see in the production of the film, Kevin Feige told them as much as he loved hearing Black Bolt's name mentioned in early conversations, he wasn't sure that Wanda was powerful enough to defeat him as all he needs to do is open his mouth. Sam Raimi riffed instantly, saying, what mouth? This obviously made it into the script. Or, trivia two, Benedict Wong had to be removed from the set of the film for constantly referring to Wanda Maximoff as Momda Mommy Milf. <laughs> can i just say i was writing these while sitting in a lecture and i like kind of chuckled to myself and the room was just completely silent and it was it was a horrible moment because i've never never be able to explain why i was chuckling uh yeah god damn i thought for sure that the first one was gonna be fake (laughs) well you never know i mean you can still guess and then you (laughs) I wouldn't put it past Wong to say it, but to say it to the point of removal. <laughs> to say it to be actively taken away from the production. Yeah, also for the record, I'd like to say we're just playing into the uh, the uh, Wanda Maximilf meme. Uh, we respect yeah. Elizabeth Olsen as an actress and Wanda as a character. It's just a bit of a memery. <gasps> Mom to mommy. <laughs> Mom to mommy. Um... Next up, so we, we have uh, Thor, a.k.a. Thor, Thor Love and Thunder, which you, you did see, right? I did see, yes. Yes. Um, does feature the god Nini Nani. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it's most famous for. <laughs> so terrifying. Like you had like a gunshot, like <laughs> shotgun to your head. It was featuring the god Ninny Nunny. <laughs> it was a great meme. Um, Who sits on a throne of uh, scissors because rock beats scissors? I, that was going to be one of the trivia's, but then I realized I wasn't doing the trivia for this one. So <laughs> I, me too. I, it was going to be one of my trivia's, but then I realized that I would know that. I found something better. Oh, um, but Thor. 
This is kind of a similar one. I think everything kind of gets a little bit exaggerated when we talk about it on the pod, where when I first watched it, I was like, that wasn't very good, but it was kind of fun. And since then, just the more I think about it and the more kind of conversations I've had with people, especially Lele, Lele and I talked about it quite a bit. Just not a... Mm not a very good movie it's just like just not a good movie it has fun moments at times a couple of funny moments but not as funny as you would hope a lot of useless characters a really poorly Mm -hmm. done plot weird tonal inconsistencies i don't know just like not good like just like just kind of a stinker again i still don't think it's the worst thor movie i think it's probably on par with is it thor one or i don't remember which of the first two thors is the worst but maybe dark world I think it's probably maybe on par with that, but then I enjoy this one a bit more because this one at least has got a bit of humor, whereas, I don't know, like, it's definitely, like, compared to Ragnarok, such a, like, downstep, but... Yeah. I think it's it's because, like... Yeah. I don't know, Taika Waititi's humor, I guess, like, when it hits, it's, like, hilarious, and it, it really hits, and when it doesn't, it is kind of... I've used the word cringy way too many times in this, but, like, it is a little bit... Like, you sent me a, a meme of you know, the Civil War boardroom scene where they're, like, the Avengers are sitting there and General Ross is telling them whatever, but yeah. it's, like, dubbed over and to be, like, the MCU has gotten cringy really cringy. Marvel movies. <laughs> and, like, yeah. there, there are moments like that. And it had, like, the whole thing at the end where, like, he gives all the kids his powers and there's so many unexplained things and just such a dumb plot, like, the eternal wishing thing. And Christian Bale, while good, kind of feels like he's from, like, a completely different movie. And... Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Yeah, Christian Bale does not fit in this movie at all. Yeah, the whole, like, I like Natalie Portman in this, but the whole thing of her getting his powers, still don't really get it, I won't lie. Well, a lot of stuff, like, isn't really explained, like, how or why certain things can be done. Like, why can she put the hammer back together all of a sudden? Like, but, Yeah, it's like, and also, like, why is the hammer, like, the whole thing was that the hammer is not... The source of the power. Are you Thor, god of hammers? No! No, fuck off, Odin! He's not! God! <laughs> Odin, come on! What the hell? I thought you were dead, old man. <laughs> Stop haunting me, you bitch! <laughs> um, um, like, so, I don't know, it's just... I think it, hmm. yeah, it is... If you were to, like, watch... I guess I like it maybe more than Thor The Dark World because at least it's, like, going for more. Like, it's, like, trying to be more creative. But yeah. I think Thor The Dark World is, like... Like, if you were watching something with, like, a person who you just wanted to, like, sit down and watch, whatever. I think Thor The Dark World is a safer watch that they'll be like, yeah, that was pretty fun. Where this one, they could either be like, that was really fun, or they'll be like, that was fucking awful. That was, like, really, that was, really bad. Yeah, this is a bit of a loose cannon. Yeah, so, I don't know. A bit of a bit of a stink, I have to say. A bit of a stink on that I one. Will, I will say the same. Kind of a mid to stink. Yeah. What are our uh, what are our trivia's looking like here? All right, let me hit you with some trivia's here, please. Now I've got three. Okay, well, how one many of are... which is correct. Okay, you just couldn't help yourself. And two that are false. All right, hit me hit me with it, man. All right, Chris Hemsworth was genuinely surprised by the fact that Meek was a fictional character character and not his real life best friend. <laughs> okay, another. Natalie Portman is vegan, and therefore it is tough to grow muscle. This led to the production team CGIing more muscles onto her biceps to make her appear larger and stronger as the female Thor. Okay. Three. Taika Waititi is reportedly an ironic fan of the movie Morbius. Sometimes, when shooting lines for his character Korg, he would paint himself completely gray to try and look (laughs) as rock-like as possible. 
He would then reportedly look directly into the camera as they started rolling and say, it's corging time, <laughs> which often caused co-stars to laugh, leading to numerous retakes. <laughs> I was so sure that the second one was fake. Um, but that is interesting. Um, I can definitely, I definitely love the idea of it's Corgan time. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to say the vegan, because I know Natalie Portman is vegan. Um, mm. So I'm going to have to say that one's true. Although I'm surprised they would admit that fake, that they have to put fake muscles on a... You are, you are correct. I feel like they wouldn't admit that because that, that's like kind of a... Like a, I don't know. It's on the IMDb. Dang. I feel like they're putting down, someone would be, like a vegan would be mad because it feels like they're putting down vegans by saying that, but fair enough. Because I also, I mean, that's almost word, almost word for word what it said. Damn. But I also, I hope Corbin Time was also true. We can't say for sure it wasn't. Again, I don't know if that's true or not. I just thought <laughs> I mean, that the, that would be funny if it were. The film was <laughs> shot <laughs> several years ago, I think, before Morbius <laughs> came out, but yes. Um, well, <laughs> See, I did think that might have been a slight... <laughs> A slight uh, mistake in my trivia. <laughs> um, well, last year we have Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which we're not going to talk about because we just literally just did a full episode on it. You can go listen to that. Hmm. It's like two episodes ago. We talk in depth. Uh, very good, though. I loved it. I really very good. It. Yeah. Um, trivia. Mm, please. Winston Duke improvised the line, you bald headed demon. Mm. Or. Tenoch Huerta had to have the green underpants area of his costume digitally made smaller because according to director Ryan Coogler, that Schmidt was humongo, G Yumakers. <laughs> so uh So what what do we, we think? Schmidt was humongo G's yummy? Or what did you say? I, I I does say here in what could be copied from IMDb G Yumakers. Mm. G Yumakers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well see because i saw okay because <laughs> i saw that package and it, it it did look smaller than it was supposed to but hear me out <laughs> no, i just no, no. no but genuinely okay. all right all right i yep. just saw a thing where it does look like they've digitally like taken the crotch area further down than it was in the trailer this is not a joke okay i to be fair i did make that up but if in case you couldn't tell um but they may have, I mean, they may have done that. I'm, I'm sure they've done that. I'm he sure. also may have said, <laughs> he, <laughs> he may have said that Shmeet was humongo. You never know. You know, Kugler's a, a loose Shmeet. cannon like that. <gasps> that Shmeet was humongo. <laughs> I, I do think there was some story about Captain America or some, some other superhero where they did have to digitally make the crotch smaller, which is why I felt comfortable putting in there. I wasn't saying anything about, just to be clear, I don't know or want to know anything about Tenok's actual Shmeet. I hope I didn't make him uncomfortable why? with that. It was just... For a bit of memory, but I have heard some stories about that being done. Let's see here. Disney slash Marvel accused of making Namor's crotch bulge. Oh, then I can't read the rest. Originally had a much bigger part to play in Wakanda <laughs> Damn, Forever. Damn, okay, never mind. I was, I was right. Two pieces of trivia that maybe were yes. partially correct. <laughs> yeah. Yes, here it is. Yes, Marvel edited out Namor's bulge in Black <laughs> <laughs> So, damn. They did my boy dirty. He was like, when this movie comes out. Oh, the world's gonna know. Tenox. The world's to gonna know what they've been missing out on. <laughs> Slaps Actually, on the table. Uh, <laughs> at the like script reading. Alright, gang. <laughs> um, I mean to be fair, what a compliment though. I mean, if 
there's a news yeah. article about your dick having to be made look smaller. That's pretty. Yeah, I mean, it's that's kind of a badass I mean, move. Not gonna lie. To be fair, unless also, you're some, like, unless you're erect during filming. Yeah, that's not great. Ten, that's not really kind on. Of problematic. Right <laughs> that's not on. <laughs> um, I do think also, yeah, if you're gonna, that is a very, uh, very revealing suit. That must be weird to walk around on set with that. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so anyway, good stuff. Wow, that really, that was a big realization at the end there. Should we rank these movies um, from worst to best? So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go worst to best. Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, ooh, actually, no. I'm gonna go Eternals. Oh, wait. Is someone vacuuming? Someone is vacuuming. They know we're about to do the Tom fucking Knews? Oh, oh that is... God. Fucking buffoons. Uh, okay. Um, you know, I'm sorry, guys. We're just gonna have to power through this for the Tom Knews. Yeah, anyway. Um, I do apologize. We're gonna go Eternals, Thor Love and Thunder, Black Widow, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Mom, uh, Spider-Man <laughs> No Way Home, Shang-Chi, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Ooh. Okay, we're gonna go from my ranking. We're gonna go because I haven't seen it. Black Widow. Okay. Although it probably would be above th- uh, the four. Yeah. Anyways, Black Widow. Then the four. Mm. Then we're going to go with. Uh, remind me of all the other ones. <laughs> uh, Shang Chi, Eternals, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, Black Panther. Ooh. Okay. Then definitely Eternals right after that. Although that and the four could be interchangeable. Yeah. Um. Then Doctor Strange. Okay. Then we're gonna rock. Again, as a movie, if I had to watch, if I had to eliminate one movie and never watch it again, I would probably take away No Way Home. But because it was such a good first experience, I'm gonna put Shang Chi. Okay. Then No Way Home. Then Black Panther. All right. Not a not a bad shout, you know. Um. Well, that was fun. With all that said, <laughs> gee whiz, that was a good time. It's now time for the Tom News. Well, we have an article here from the Digital Fix that says Tom Cruise almost got arrested making Mission Impossible. Now, before I read <laughs> As this, he killed six men. <laughs> yeah, what do we want to guess? The reason is I'm gonna say. Um, killed six men is a pretty good shout. You know, I can see that happening, mm. and just being buried until I, okay. now, like those I'm men. Going slightly, slightly less realistic, though. I'm gonna say they were shooting a stunt, and the so a policeman didn't like, and they were going past the speed limit. Policeman did not realize it was for a movie. Okay. That is way less realistic than the murder one, but um, yeah, I know you're but, actually uh, not just, far off. Um, okay, according here, he once nearly got arrested. Um, he had a run-in with a rather rude cop in Prague. Um, okay, Cruz was heading to his trailer after a long stunt-filled shoot when a police officer stopped him and asked if he could see his papers. He was speaking in Czech, Cruz explained. I said, my papers? What do you mean, my papers? We're in Prague, you know. Communism is about two miles back, pal. I hope he said that for real. <laughs> the guy. He put his finger in his face. Buddy. <laughs> Apparently the situation was only resolved when a police chief working on the set was brought over to talk to the officer. He was just being a bully, Cruz continued. But it was like, what else can happen? While it's possible Cruz may have overreacted to an overenthusiastic police officer, there was a lot of pressure on the star, according to Mission Impossible, right? Uh, whatever, who gives a fuck? But 
<laughs> right, I don't about care about Cruz's actual real life problems. Like. <laughs> um, okay, I actually where oh, it's, oh, it was on the first Mission Impossible. So Cruz wasn't even that. I mean, he was a pretty big star by then, but he wasn't even yeah, the phenomenon he is now. Um, <laughs> He's not the institution that he is now. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I guess we can't say good for Cruz. I mean, I just it's just a thing that happened. It's usually but what the Tom not, not bad for Cruz. We'll say it's a pretty. It's a chaotic neutral story for Chris. <laughs> chaotic neutral. Um, we're now going to go on to the announcements and such. We're going to start Ooh. with some comments on the latest pod. <laughs> I don't want to say anything here. Yep. But I don't want to. <laughs> Doesn't say guy. anything for real. <laughs> I don't want to say anything here. <laughs> um, kind of, kind of bombed on the last one. <laughs> What, the Woody's part three? Part four? I mean, to be yeah. fair, it's not much more bombing than we... I mean, we've been... Oh, oh my God. We've been bombing lately. No, we've been... we've been bo- When I say the pod's in, in, in the mud a little bit, I'm not I'm not joking. We. <laughs> I mean, look, I think... As long as we get above 200, I'm fine. 2023, uh, the pod and BHL Hudson, we're, com- we're, we're making a big comeback, both creatively and financially. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's the goal here. Um, no, we've been stinking up the room a little bit, but it's cool. Anyway comments i don't think our i don't think our content's been bad has it no no i mean we should just try to figure out maybe a and we'll figure just, it out just the algorithm this, this is an off com- off pod conversation <laughs> yeah our numbers are really down and uh i don't think Serious, we're the, like <laughs> financial difficulties i thought we were doing existential well, crisis i thought we were putting our all into these actually <laughs> anyway um <laughs> al, sweat and tears and all that <laughs> al feld says oh my god i can't believe you actually listened to my recommendation thank you so much because he did recommend woody's movies part four no problem and also i think you'll be whoever recommended we do marvel phase four ranked will enjoy this one um you're welcome as well zj goat says pete davidson's character's death scene what a funny hilarious humorous event true mm-hmm. uh true. josie i would have never thought that in five years of the podcast bhl would ever say free guy makes citizen kane look like my balls we've reached peace <laughs> comedy very much so yeah um yeah, yeah. zj also says I think in reference to the fact that I was wrong about the word irredeemable uh, and unredeemable, um, he says, looks like you mm. were BHL-son, not BHL-dubson. Very true. Um, Very true. A good point Very has Very astute comment. <laughs> uh, Peacemaker, sorry, Cal W says, Peacemaker, what a good afternoon. Classic <laughs> reference. <laughs> Love it. Um, Daniel says, another really great and enjoyable episode. Keep up the great work. Oh, thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. And BHL being hungover on a Tuesday. What a joke. And never stop doing King Shark and Peacemaker impressions ever. That sounds kind of threatening, so I think we should... All right, let's... Uh, let's, let's <laughs> Don't uh, you hands. fucking dare. <laughs> um, uh, the new Tom friends. <laughs> and another PS, what are your thoughts, us predictions on KSI versus Dylan Dennis, the poorly planned podcast, what a sauce. And another, another PS, what an what unhinged sauce. podcast episode. And I loved it. Sorry for the long comment. Don't say sorry. Rather, we should say... Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, I'm not sure I get the sauce reference, but thank you. Is it supposed to be source? I don't know. But anyway, Dylan Danis KSI. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Dylan Danis is going to pull out. He's just that kind of guy. He like doesn't. He hasn't fought in years, and I think he's just using mm-hmm. it to get some some clout. If it does happen, KSI should beat him, but it could turn into like a really boring kind of like clinchy fight. Um, uh-huh. I think KSI will win, but I. I worry he might not make the like big statement that he's hoping to make because I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Dylan's just kind of like it's gonna be like a fucking split decision. 
yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't. I think it's going to be a pretty a pretty unsexy watch, as they say. But I see. He should. He should win. I hopefully by knockout. He should. It's very embarrassing if he loses. Basically. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you think? Uh, I haven't really seen Dylan Danis fight much, so I don't know. But I'm I'm rooting and hoping for. JJ Olatunji. Did you see the I am the nightmare KSI moment when they were doing like the face off and it was like the cringiest thing ever? I did not see that. It's pretty great. He yelled at him. He's like, I am the nightmare KSI. And then someone edited it in. Some guy just like looking confused and then bursting out laughing. It's pretty good. It was, yeah, it was kind of rough. All the comments were like, man was thinking about some sick edit that would be sent to the sound. And it, just, it just came off really bad. Um, anyway, and. <laughs> Finally, Connor Beer says, I like how most of the Tom Cruise recently has just been about Tom Cruise being an absolute menace in the UK, which, I mean, that's what he's been <laughs> up to, I guess. It's, that's the news. That's the man. We just report it, right? And the fan page is not posted anything. All good. Um, so, hope you enjoyed this episode. I should, I keep trying to remind myself to say, like, like and subscribe at the start of the pod, but oh well. Mm. If you've gotten this far... Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, drop a like, subscribe, hit the bell button, leave a comment down below how you would rank the Phase 4 MC movies and what you thought of the Ooh. Guardians Holiday Special and Homeland Season 2. You can also find the pod <laughs> on, on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a five-star rating. Leave a nice review. It helps us out. Come back for the next one. Tell your friends about it. They'd love it, maybe. You can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson, TikTok, BHL Hudson, Letterboxd, Real BHL Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at ftk underscore adult sniper. You can find me on Instagram at fidelgard. You can find me on Letterboxd at ftk underscore thwaites. And you can find me Thwelms. on YouTube at ftk space gaming. You said thwaites. It's, it's ftk underscore thwelms. Ah. Sorry. Thank you very much for listening. And we <laughs> will see you next time. Bad Ned cucks you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs>